No, it's not that again. It is Thursday, 29th of April, 2021, and you're listening listening to episode number two of Brew With Bottle. Brew With Bottle. And good evening, indeed. Here we are, live at the GGB Help Studios. Uh, my name's Liam. I'm your host for this evening, and I'm very pleased to say that I'm joined uh, for a second time um, with Bamps. Bamps, good evening, sir. How are you? Hi, Liam. I'm fine. You? Yes. Very good. Thank you. Uh, welcome back to the second show. And I brought okay. you on this evening because I, I did a solo show yesterday on YouTube with the results and wanted to speak to, to yourself um, about the results in a lot more detail than what I could have ever covered them in last night. Um, so we're, we've got you here today. If anyone's going to sort of follow along, um, we've got the Newcrest report that we're going to be referring to throughout the show. And uh, we're hoping to turn this into a YouTube video as well. So if you don't have the new Crest report, you can refer to the YouTube video at the same time. When the results came through yesterday and you only saw that there were four drills in the growth phase, um, what was your first reaction? My first reaction, it was slow down, stop scrolling through that report. (laughs) Touche, sir. Touche. <laughs> right. Now, this is how I would have done it. I would have looked at Red Chris's. Okay. Right. I'm going to just talk through the comparison with Red Chris and Havron. Okay. Right. So scroll down to the drill reports of Red Chris. Uh, down to the, the, the tables starting on page number 13. You can see there's a lot of lot of information on there yes ignore it all go to the right hand column right cutoffs and read you read to me what you can see on the cutoffs i'm about to get one of my questions answered here so i'm reading 0.1 and so on and so on and then so you on. get to a number one yeah and then that's, high. that's really high. And then I go to the next page and it's uh, 0.5 and then a whole bunch of 0.1s with a couple yeah. of number ones. Okay. Skip that now and go to Averons. <laughs> so you can find it. That's all the way down on page 20. Starts on page 22. That's easy for me because I'm on the computer and not on my phone. But that's on page 22. Right. Do the same again. Go. Ignore uh, everything. Go to the cutoffs. So uh, 0. 0.2, 0.2, 1, 0. 0.2, 1, 30, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.2, 30, 0. 0.2. Can you see any difference? Uh, that, that, that number 30, not just a 1, a 30. And there yeah, are, how many of them are there? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm now onto the third page of results. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Onto the fourth page. I would say a good two dozen that are cutting off. Oh, and there's a yeah. whole chunk of them down on Had One Thirty. Oh, no, they're very, they're very good, aren't they? That but is amazing. Go back to the naught point twos. 0.2 grams per ton. Go back to the 0.2s and see how many you can see. One, two, three, four, five, there's, six. There's a lot. Yes, there are quite a continuing um, theme. What I'm getting at is, right, if we had the same cutoffs as Red Chris, we wouldn't be getting any broken intercepts. Can you see what I'm getting at? Red Chris has got 0.1 cutoffs, and they have a lot of broken intercepts. Ah, uh, in terms of including, including, including. Yeah, forget the inclusion ones. Just look at the the main ones. The main ones. The the inclusion ones just add the average to the main ones. Right. Okay. 
to forget them to just look at the so it the main yeah, 0.1 0.1 0, i mean look back to the red quest they're all 0.1s yeah but there's there's gaps if you look at the the from and to where the drill it's it's about uh, it's in in the middle somewhere okay yes so it's from and to yeah uh, if you look at from and to the, the last figure and then look at the next one down to it You'll see you you can work out the the broken intercept. Okay. Um, so what I'm saying is with Red Chris, they've got long, long intercepts. Yes. But the cutoff is point one. So the intercept is gonna be a lot longer than Havron's because they're at a much lower grade. To get to that figure, they're having to use a lot more ore. Yeah, but a lot lower grades to get to that 500 metres or whatever they, they got to. Okay. I think I get so, that. Whereas I'm looking at... Uh... So when you get down to Havron, we've got some big, interse big intercepts and we've got big broken intercepts, the, the broke bits between. Yes. What I'm saying is if we had a point one cut off there wouldn't be any broken intercepts so what i'm getting at the whole brachia pipe is mineralized can you see what i'm they're just pulling it out yeah i mean is that clear as mud <laughs> i think so yeah i mean the easy one to look at there is had 83 uh wedge four which goes from 805 to 1080 yeah, and that pretty much covers. They're they're including including, pretty much actually covers the entire from eight hundred and five to ten hundred and eighty, or ten eighty, as it were. Um, yeah. So if you right, if you go to, there's a lot of sections. They've increased the number of sections, and if you go to section five, six, and eight. In terms of the images, yeah, down the down the bottom, the cross sections. I have six and eight. On the right hand side, you can see on number five, you can see broken intercepts, red ones, and they go through the yellow crackle brachias down into the blue concreted brachias. Yep. Okay. So that is one of your four drills what this is doing is finding it's found another lot of concreted brachias in amongst the crackle and that's where your, your 156 meters at 1.1 has come from it's in the concreted brachias and it's going down the intrusion that that the concreted brachias is like an intrusion coming up through the crackle brachias. Which which was actually what prompted my question yesterday to Magic about what has more, the crackle or the cemented, because yeah, of it, it's, it's that's the what prompted that, ones. was these yeah. red dashes in, in, in um, uh, figure 17, line section 5, S5 even, for those following along. So when you go down... To number six look the the red intercepts are in the in the concreted brachias the blue yes and then when you go to section eight you can see that they're very shallow and they're in the crackle so the two lower grade drills that we've had are in the crackle but they're higher up which is what i expected because we, our weakest point is at the top and in the north end northwest end of the oval so i wasn't expecting 156 at 1.1 i was expecting probably 100 at one but the, that was more than what i expected it was quite amazing so when we look at the that that the picture that we quite not often look to look at the oval that's not yet colored in with expected brackish zones would yeah. you expect that now to be becoming all red and the whole thing in there becoming a, a, a 
Breccia zone. Um, I'll try and explain that bit. That what they've done, they've sliced through the ore at different levels. Ah, uh, yes. Right, and that that one with the white is a mixture of all different levels. Okay. So really, it's a bit false. Because it's a two D image of a th- it. yeah, it's two D image of a three D. Because actually, I'm now looking at Figure Twelve, and Figure Twelve actually shows that. See, I missed this yesterday. This is why we've come back to look at it. Figure Twelve on page number twenty six actually shows that crackle breccia, breccia going the whole way round the oval to the outside of it. When you're on twenty six, yeah, Figure Twelve, page twenty six. That actually gives. The crackle breccia on the outside of the oval, and the whole thing is coloured in yellow. How did I miss that yesterday? Yeah, but there's a, there's another one that shows white. You you were mentioning it last night. Yes, that's the one I, was, I normally I was refer shouting to. At you. <laughs> oh, was you? <ya? laughs> uh, that one will be on page number seven for anyone that's following figure number four. That's my favourite image. As he adjusts his microphone. So that's page seven, is it? Uh, yes. Hang on, hang on, hang on. At 4,700 metres RL. And we should probably explain to people as well what that means, because you kindly explained that one to me last time around. But we'll look at the map first, uh, look at the overview yeah, first. When you look at all these different items on this plan, it's a mixture of levels. You look at the eastern breccias on the north east side. Yeah. They're, they're down at 1,500 metres. Okay. Right. Now, the, the white bit is a non-mineralised, I think they called it a mafic intrusion. I keep writing magic intrusion. So it's like <laughs> magic trees has been happening. But it's not mineralised. It's about 50 metres deep from the top of the ore. Okay. But I, I haven't been able to pinpoint the area of it apart from this map but the northern breccias don't go that high they're down lower so that it's a bit of a false image and in the north where the sulfites kink out that's down lower as well so this image is a mixture of all different levels is 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 it am i better in some regards to look at the image above because the next page up is the 3d plan that they've kindly given us on uh, figure three yeah you can see the green eastern breccias is right down yes yes it is right and that's where i'm saying that the bottom ovoid is bigger because it's including that right you can see the northern breccias in orange that's down yeah whereas the the northwest crescent is up is is up high isn't it and that's the sulfide zone isn't it that goes all the way around there at the top. Yeah, I mean, this is my own interpretation of what's happened, and Magic keeps saying this is an academic subject, so I'm, I'm probably stepping on toes. But I think the crackle breccias came first, and I think when it started cooling, it shrank around the edges, and then there was another intrusion of sulphide, which came up through that crack, and it was that intrusion of sulfides that came up through the crackle breccias, turning it into concreted breccias. Okay. There's probably a load of geologists saying, no, that ain't true. But that's well, my well, interpretation. They can come on the show and they can correct yeah. us that way. Magic say, hey, you're right, <laughs> We'll get him to put his money where his mouth is next time around. Yeah. <laughs> He's an academic, he can tell us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good shot, that one. It's amazing. And considering this just started out as someone kind of, let's just stick a draw here because we think there's a magnetic anomaly that looks a bit exciting. It's kind of yeah. grown into a bit of a monster, isn't it? It's a big, big thing. I'm loving it. I think it's great. <laughs> Because it just keeps giving, you know. Yeah. I mean, for 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 drills, you would not expect much at all. And I appreciate the market does what the market does. You can't change that. But no. on the face of it, 
these four drills have opened up a whole new area for exploration for us. Well, I don't know about quite in that way, but um, what it said to me was, I mean, they haven't gone very deep, remember? They're only down about halfway down, if that. Yes. And what it says to me is that whole northwest zone is capable of bulk caving. It's feasible. It's just de-risks the old place. If the weakest zone that we've got is good enough to be bulk caved, then the whole thing is just de-risked. Does that make sense? No, I'm just letting that just sink in. I'm looking at the image on, on page number six, and I'm looking at the um, the inferred resource that goes through the middle of it that runs from the southeast crescent, and you can actually see it buried in in, in the northern breccia going all the way to the northwest, northwest crescent yeah. target, thinking to myself, they could tunnel that from one end to the other and just turn the whole thing into just layer after layer after layer of tunnel. They could do if the dike wasn't there. Ah. The dike is like a wall. And is that going to be, is that going to prove tricky to move around? Well, um, are we able to go on to the, the Greatland um, presentation? You got that one? I have that Was one that in front. No, I have that one right in front of me. Hang on, let me turn over then. Good. Turning to page number seven of the Greatland Gold resource uh, presentation, April 2021. I've got the Javier on world, world class project. That's it. And I'm looking at a picture of the breccia pipe. Yeah. If you start at the top left, you've got the box cut. Yep. Then you've got the decline going down. Yes. Then there's two shafts, vertical shafts. Those are starting in December, apparently, or one of them is. Okay, and what are the, maybe both. What are the vertical shafts for? Is that for watering? Uh, no, the ventilation mainly. Okay. But uh, um, yes, you're probably right. They will be dewatering as well as they're going down. But there, there will should be more boreholes around to dewater it before they get that. They don't. You wouldn't want water going down with that shaft, really. No. Okay, that makes sense because then you end up with a flooded mine, and that kind of defeats the object. Yeah. So I think those. The decline will be going on past that before that starts. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, then you've got the spiral going down. And then you've got another long decline going towards the ore. Yes. Right. Now that's going towards the southeast crescent to the west of the dike. The west to the west of the dike. Yeah, but well, it shows it shows it on page eight. Shows the spiral, the box cut the spiral. Yeah, and then it shows a decline heading towards the southeast crescent. I say yes. And that's our best bit. That's where your big. That uh... is where all our good stuff is in that bit, and it's. Big wide stuff, and that if you looked at the, there was one extension drill yesterday, and it was in that bit, but it was deep. It was six hundred meters of ore down, and it was it it, it was a drill length of seventy two meters, two point two grams per ton. And that's about 62 metres across width-wise. And that's mainly concreted breccias. Isn't now, that what you suggested we found in the north? Um, yeah, the concreted breccias, yeah. That's what we want, concreted breccias. Apart from the sulphites, the concreted breccias. Good, long averages. That's what we want. That's good for mining. Yeah. But it, it, the sub-level caving is only going to go down to 350 metres below the top of the ore. Okay. It'll go down in 350 layers. 
So we've been told. So we've got two layers. We they've proved two layers worth here. Well, I know it goes down deeper, but they've proved two layers worth. So we may not have had many holes yesterday, but to me, there was a lot of information coming out. I'm sitting here smiling, Bamps, absolutely smiling. Right, did, on that one, that on page eight, that plan, you can see on the northeast side that they've expanded it. It's 750 metres wide. Yeah, but when you, if you took the horizontal from one end to the other, that's 922 metres. That's not 650 by 350 anymore. No, no, that's not, is it? I mean, that's what I was just think, thinking. We were, I was comparing it to double-decker buses like two weeks ago, and 650 by 350 was the figure that I used. And then it, that clearly says I posted the other day that I don't think I could publish what I was thinking, what the what the uh, what the calculations were tanked to be. But you can kiss the teens goodbye. In terms of the that share figure price, figure of nine twenty-two by six fifty boy. Dang, that's be that goes from if you got the top of the ore, you got a, the top oil void is six fifty by three fifty. Yep. And when you get to nine hundred meters down, it goes to nine twenty-two by six fifty. <laughs> right, if if you go to the right onto that brecchia pipe, look at the dimension on the left. I've lost which page you're on there, Bamp. Sorry, what so page? Same page, eight, page eight to the right of the corporate presentation. Yeah, page eight. Okay, and it, yep. On the right, you've got a brecchia pipe with red and the MRE outline. Yes. Look at the dimension on the left. The one that says 1,300 metres. Yeah, that's never been published before. We've known it. They keep saying about being down 1,000 metres, and, and Newcrest reiterated that yesterday. But Greatland is now saying 1,300 metres. And what's that big red arrow at the bottom say? Uh, still open at depth. <laughs> so we're not look done at yet. Width, six, look at the width, 650. 650. This is going to be massive. I mean, this is this is years and years and years. Yeah, I won't be around. Of work, at the end isn't of it? I'm 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 speechless. Now considering how much I had to say yesterday, me being quiet is um It's crazy. It's just absolutely absolutely crazy. I'll zoom in on that. I must admit I had to stop and look at that thirteen hundred. And then the the seven fifty by six fifty just took me back. <laughs> But that ain't the end of it, because I think the northwest end will carry on for a bit more. Could be a lot bigger, yeah. And I, I know some people are saying it will go to Apollo, but I'm not too sure of that. I don't think I don't think the oval ovoid will go to Apollo. But it could be a side shoot. Would it would you it... know when you get a volcano going up, you get side vents going off yes is it is it possible that that uh, uh what is it the mineralized dike non no the the, the mafic dike that mm. runs up that way doesn't it is it possible that the something has followed that and used that as its path um, not the dike itself because that's that's post mineralization oh post mineralization uh, okay so that's occurred but that Oh, that may have occurred from a a lower weakness. Right, okay. So it may have come up from the lower weakness. So I think Apollo's exciting. I think it 
could lead to something else. It's just all exciting. <laughs> this Jumping just... up and down. Yeah, no, absolutely. So that was my take on it anyway, on last night. And, and considering, considering I asked you almost 27 minutes ago what you thought of those four holes... Because <laughs> on the face of it, the layman just goes, "Oh, yeah, four holes. Oh, yeah, thirty grams per ton off. Oh. oh no! But there is so much more information to be gleaned from these documents that we just you can see why I was see. laughing last, last night, can you? <laughs> because I was so far from the actual truth. No, no. I just, I just thought you were really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they've also given me a nice image here and a lovely white background that I'm going to cut out as uh, Norm has. I'm going to drop that over some satellite imagery. If you go back to number seven. Page number seven. Okay. It has a bit like a weird face, doesn't it, with a nose sticking out and two eyes and one winking. <laughs> it does. It looks a bit like, I want to say it looks like a bit like a, a fish. Got a bit of a fish face on the front of that there. <laughs> but on the bottom right of it, can you see where it's sticking out? Yes. Right, the, that's the eastern breckies, that bit sticking out. It, it's not very... This scale on this drawing is very small, so it doesn't look very big, but it is. It now, I reckon there's a, a, the sulphides have come up that side through the crackled brachias and they've worked their way up through the middle of this brachia pipe. What, what and, is it? Um, and into the northern brachias. So I'm saying that the, the eastern brachias is feeding the northern brachias. Oh, so it's coming from the eastern Yes, brachias. it's going up through. Which is why it didn't it's, quite get to the surface. Which is why it's smaller on top. Yeah, which is why all the the crackle breakers are at the top, really, and and at the northern end, because the sulfides have come from either the southeast zone or the eastern breakers. Okay, and and what is it that causes this to come up? What is the cause of the pressure? Is it just the heat of of all the yeah, liquid the heat, being forced? Yeah. That, that makes yeah, it become just, forced. Well, it's um, gravity pressures as well, isn't it? On the on the ground. Okay. Squashing, squashing the liquids. Almost like if you had a bag and full it, of water and you stamped on it. Yeah, and if you, like if you put a pin in it, it would go. Yes. Come up like a volcano, you know. That makes sense. But I, there's been at least two. Uh, magma intrusions and uh, I think the first one was the crackle and the second one is the sulfide and whether it's coming from two different sources from the granite that's that's from magic to tell me won't speculate on that one but I'm just look I'm just all, look this, all this heat is drawing all the minerals out into the pipe so you get demagnetized zones means it's been demineralized so all the metals have been swallowed up into the magma intrusions which is why you get concentrations of metals in the magma because every bit of ground we've got has got some mineral traces in it copper is everywhere well here's here's the, this is why i'm sitting here giggling to myself because i remember sitting here with you not so long ago and you were beyond excited at the prospect of a drill being stuck into goliath yeah, and i'm just thinking am. to myself if this has happened here we we know that there's been mag, uh, magma events these have happened they are confirmed in the area. Yeah. And if Goliath is as big as Goliath is, I mean, it's going to make Javier look like an absolute... Minnow. 
golf ball, isn't it, compared to a football? Goliath is huge. Didn't you say it was a thousand meters down? Is where it roughly started. Um, Well, is that right? There's two sections of it. Um, You got about two hundred meters of cover. Yes. And then you got a thousand meters of an an intrusion coming up through through the through the gravity anomaly. I'm presuming that's granites. Right. So this this intrusion, when it comes up, if it is if it's red hot magma coming up, it will be drawing all the minerals out of this granite yeah. into the intrusion. So the concentrations are in this red hot zone, which is where they're drilling. Now that goes down about a thousand meters, and then there's a big mass underneath that where I presume it's been trapped and it's found a weak spot to come up through and that's huge I mean the the top intrusion is about four times the size of Avron the the bottom one is it's just another ten times perhaps more bigger than the top one so if you get even this, if we had um, the grades like Red Chris at Goliath, it would just might have blown me away. I just hope there's something there. And and and, and I've got this the right way around, haven't I? Is is the grades of Javier on a far superior to Red Chris? That's that's the whole point oh, yeah. of the conversation at the start, isn't it? Big time. So well, you, I've just I think I've just showed you another the cutoffs. No, absolutely. So I just want to make sure I had that the right the right way round because if Red Chris's grades whilst not rubbish by any stretch are that no. low and Goliath turns up grades similar to that yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to add this Red up in Chris. my head yeah no and but we've got to just hope there's something there and I, I reckon if they drill another another couple of holes there you'll know that there's something there Yes, and I think as as shareholders, the thing that we need to make sure that happens is we don't have another scallywag incident where we overhype it to the point of we yeah. shoot ourselves in the foot. We need to make sure that actually the the hyperbole that surrounds Goliath remains very constant, very calm. Yes, we know it's there. Yes, we're excited, but actually we don't know what it's going to produce. We we want to assume. And we shouldn't assume, but we want to assume it is. There's nothing there, because if we get everyone on the, oh my god, this is going to be massive, this is huge, and everyone gets excited, the share price is going to double on expectancy, and you don't know what those jewels are going to pull up first time around, do you? No. And we can end up with scallywag the second all over again. Yeah. And that 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 as a shareholder does concern me. Is is just what we can do to to help ourselves, and I think not getting carried away with the excitement because we're going to be, it's going to be like Christmas all over again when, you know, in, in 12 weeks time, when we start to think about those, that, that first drawer that they've sunk, does it contain mineralization? We, we could work really hard over the next 12 weeks to get to 30 P or wherever we're going to be by then and then mm. lose it all over again because <laughs> <laughs> we get carried away. But I don't think I'm getting carried away. I'm very excited by it. No, um, I, I agree. I'm I'm I not have, either, but I am very confident that Havron will match Goliath in in its uh, millions of ounces. Even though its footprint's smaller, it will match it. That makes sense. Well I'm not too sure what's up at Goliath, so I'm but I'm I'm confident that Havron is gonna grow a lot bigger than it is at the moment. Yes. I'm just looking at footnote one, actually, of page number um, page number seven of the Greatland corporate presentation. And it does say there, as, oh, sorry, uh, definition in footnote two, 550 intercepts date, an average uh, 0.2 grams per tonne cutoff with an average width of 65.68 metres. That's apparent not true. And the average... Gold grade equivalent is one point seven three grams per ton. Where are you looking? This is the footnote to pay on page number seven. 
Right down the bottom. Right down the bottom, the small print. And then it says, best interceptor date had 65 wedge 2 with 120.7 120 meter, 120 metres at 6.9 grams per tonne, gold equivalent from 1,349 metres. Mm. I haven't read that. <laughs> no, but 550 intercepts to date. That's how many we've had. Out of 130 drills, I think, have now been sunk. There has been 550 in reported in inter intercepts of gold. At the at the equivalent yeah. cutoff, that's not ignoring anything that's less than 0.2 or, you know, anything. But if it was a point one, if it was a point one cutoff, that 550 intercepts would be a lot less. Yes. Because there would be a hell of a lot longer. Yeah. Because there would be no broken bits in between. <laughs> This is just a massive concentration of gold. Yeah, and copper. And copper. Don't forget the copper. And uh, we won't talk and about I, the cobalt because... Don't, don't no talk about the cobalt. Um, <laughs> I got, that was one of my... <laughs> There's so much money in the cobalt. And then it, I've been told that chemically it's difficult to get it. But I, I'm not too sure about that. But, uh, other firms are getting it out, so I don't see why they can't retrieve it. And what's to say in five years' time that no one's going to come up with the way of doing it anyway? Yeah. But it, it's just that it goes on the end of the copper process. Yes. In the smelters. Yes. And you've got to rely on them to be able to do it properly. So I don't know the reasons why they're not reporting the cobalt. I can understand why they, they're changing their tack. Uh, GDP has changed tact into nickel. Yes, yeah, I don't missed... know whether that's because of Sean. Oh, I've missed this. Where does this come from? This nickel um, discussion. It's in this report somewhere. I'm just going to control F and type in nickel and see what comes up. Oh, I don't know if you heard that or not. Nickel. Panorama. Look for, for Bromus. Okay. Buried greenstone with uh, prospectivity for gold and nickel sulfides. Panorama and Bromus both got nickel. I mean, nickel's a thing with the Tesla batteries at the moment, but um, that still needs cobalt. You can't eliminate all of the cobalt from these okay. nickel. And there isn't the supply in the world to to do it for all electric cars. But they've replaced the cobalt with panorama with nickel. And I don't understand that. Bit. But it, you can have copper and nickel together, but they will never be all high-grade copper and high-grade nickel together. You won't get that. That's okay. not the way it's formed. Right. When it was originally formed, you'll either get high-grade nickel and low-grade copper or high-grade copper, low-grade nickel. There has to be one that is the more dominant yeah. metal. Yeah, and it, cobalt is formed in the middle. Okay. So where you get copper and nickel is cobalt. But it, the, um, it panorama, I can't see there being great concentra concentrations of nickel. Because the cobalt seems to be dominant up there. We've been told it's there. Yeah. So whether they found that it isn't there, or I don't know, but I doubt it. Because this might have come from the recent... Um, uh, they've, they've reviewed everything recently, haven't they? They've been reviewing everything, yeah. So, But they haven't told us that yet. So I would like to see Callum do a... I mean, that's, an interview, that's, a presentation. that's what we're missing now, isn't it? Is is actually yeah, he's gone. He's gone into the background. Is is a geologist from Greatland Gold to actually to give us a presentation on, on what they found and what yeah. they hope to find. I mean, that's that's what we need, isn't it? Really, is someone from the company to uh, not need a company deep dive. That's what we need. Yeah, definitely. I did offer. I did extend. Um, I I won't lie. I extended 
the opportunity to the board to come onto the show and have a discussion, but uh, they told me that they would be too busy um, to meet up for a brew. I'm not quite sure they understood what uh, what it was I was getting at. Um, yeah. They thought I wanted to meet up, but that wasn't my point. Um, little <laughs> did they know, but it's fine. I'll wait until I've uh, I get my plane ticket down there, and I'll go and knock on the door, and I'll just door stop them with a microphone in my hand. It's yeah. fine. We'll get them that way. <laughs> it's interesting, though, that when you look at Panorama, that they've collected surface nuggets have been collected over a six kilometre of strike. Yeah, it's very long. There's, it's like a a reverse J-shaped. The, the, there's, I think there's three licences, yeah. or maybe two, but one's... And it, it, the gold comes down the vertical bit. And then the U shape is where the cobalt area was. Okay. And then it, it goes back up again on the right. So the gold is the long bit coming down north to south. But it's not like Haverons. It's 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 more sedimentary type gold layers. Okay. It um placier placier gold. It's and, a different type of exploration to uh, what we've been used to. Right, I think okay. it's more, more what they're doing, um, Artemis are doing up at um, Carlo Castle. And they've been finding cobalt and gold and copper. So I would expect sort of the same geology to be the same sort of minerals. But, but who knows? Who knows indeed? Maybe that's a question at the next AGM. Or the next yeah. time uh, old Sean, I shouldn't call him old Sean. I should show him some respect, really. But yeah. next time Sean Day does a Q&A, why aren't we talking about the cobalt? I think it's a very fair question. I bet no one will ask it, though. Well, you know, they won't well, broadcast I've, that. I've sent them both emails and I've had nothing. <laughs> They've not, not answered. That's not cool. Right. And well, I've sent Newcrest I've sent Newcrest one as well. They, they haven't answered either. So why it's... why are they so I mean it's gonna sound like a stupid question. If cobalt is so necessary and required, why are they opening themselves up to so much copper? Is the copper and this is a sound stupid question, but I might as well ask it because I'm sure somebody else wants to ask it. Is the copper that more required as a resource on a global scale compared to that of the cobalt and, and anything else that would come with that? Well, I think, yeah, I think copper is the main main mineral that's going to get us away from climate disasters. Right, okay. Um, but we need cobalt. It, it, we need it for everything. Uh, batteries. Um, do you remember those planes that caught... The batteries caught fire. Yes. Remember they had new, well, it, it was a lithium iron liquid batteries. The Dreamliner 787. Uh, yes. That was it. Yeah, the, there was two of them, wasn't there? Didn't mm-hmm. they catch fire? The batteries, yeah. there was something wrong with the batteries. Yes. They overheated and they caught fire. Yes. And the, it's the cobalt in the nickel batteries that stop it catching fire. Ah. Oh. Um, cobalt is also used in uh, catalytic converters um, for petrol. I'm not sure about diesel, but it's definitely for petrol. So that that sort of mineral use will go eventually, but not yet. I mean, we're still using it, and they they use it also for desulfurizing the um, in the oil refineries. They desulfurize the the oil. There's so many uses, really, for both. But it, I keep on about it because I mean, it, it have run. When you when I worked out the figures, I reckon that, that there's at least three million ounces gold equivalent because of the cobalt. But I've been told that Newcrest are only interested in gold and copper, so I don't know what's going to happen. 
But they certainly made a new plant for the Mollyby Denim at uh, Cadia. They did what? Sorry, just hold on a second. What was that you just said? They built a new uh, production plant for Mollyby Denim. And that's how you pronounce it. What's we'll go with that. I have no problem with calling it Mollyby Denim. What what's Mollyby Denim? Right. Uh, it's a, another metal mineral. Okay. And uh, what happens is the copper concentrate has been piped from Cadia down to the rail head. And there's a dewatering plant at the rail head. And uh, they, they dewater it into a powder. Then it goes onto the trains. And then it gets tanked to the port and shipped off to the China or Indonesia, wherever it goes. But what's happening now, they, they're just, it says on that report that they're going to commission, they're nearly ready to commission it. So that will start producing 100 million profit a year, <laughs> which, will Wait. Go, which will reduce Cadia's AISC down. Whoa, 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 hang on, hang on. We're, reduce, we're reducing Cadia's all in sustained costs from minus six dollars to yeah. even further. Yeah, because of because of the Molly denim. That's crazy. Uh, but it, what happens is that the copper concentrate uh, liquid goes to the that that plant, that new plant. the The mineral gets taken out, and then the copper concentrate gets piped onwards to the railhead again and dewatered and onto the trains and off. But it, if they could, the cobalt would be a credit that, and it would go off if there is cobalt in KD, I don't know, but it, um, that would go off to China and the smelters would get it out as a credit. So when uh, Newcrest don't um, report credits, why I don't know but uh, no I've, I've got the, I've got the information here the project is going to cost them 130 million Australian dollars and uh, it's going to produce 4.1 million pounds of uh, they've actually called it holy moly in on their website holy moly yeah, yeah. denim and um, uh, with a reduction yeah, so it's a further Reduction of all insane costs, life of minor average of $67 an ounce. Yeah. That's minus $71. That's crazy. And mine that size, and it's paying them to mine itself. Should have asked you at the beginning, make sure you saved it. Oh, I tell you, that, that can be a standing joke. I will never live that down. <laughs> but I can confirm right now I am recording for a second time this evening to get this last little bit ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for joining me again um, unfortunately I just uh, cut Bamps off just a quick flick of the mouse and Bamps was cut off before we had a chance to say uh, adieu and uh, we came back and we had a lovely little conversation about tailings and how we're going to use them and that um, what was it you said about a new sensor yeah Newcrest have got a new sensor at Cadia. Okay. And it, it sorts out the the waste ore and um, the ore goes into a big drum, big ball mill drum, and it turns him round. And the sensors that they use at the minute get broken. They have downtime by having to get into the ball mill and empty it and replace the sensors and then start again but they've had some computerized sensors and it stops all the downtime so that there's there's credits you know that there's profit to be made by low downtimes and i suppose with all the sensors breaking and every time they have to clear it out then they're throwing especially somewhere like telfer where the grades are so small and mm. we we alluded to it a moment ago so i know but they're throwing it into what they call tailings yeah it did. They've, there's loads of gold in the, in those tailings in at Telford. Was it Jim that told us? He said that they've chopped loads away in the, the tailings. 
see, that's that's crazy. So there's 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 a massive pile of earth down there in Telfer that you should just well, it's go. It's that big flat lake of horrible stuff. Yeah, we just get in there with your stick because I've seen him on the TV walking around with their stick in their hand, and it will just show you what to get in that. <laughs> It's poisonous, isn't it? I think I was reading on the Mayan plan that all that water is just not good for you at all. No. <laughs> so would you they... probably come out a funny colour at the end of it. <laughs> Very much so. Would they... Um, I, I assume this technology is something that they'll, they'll trickle over to Telfer. Yeah, it, it's bound to go to Telfer. It, it's going to bring the AISC down further. Because they've got to run it for another 40 years, haven't they, Telfar? That, that's yeah, not going to last that long. It's, it's got to be re, redone, hasn't it, Telfar? And you're not going to throw money away if you can save it in the first instance? No. And it, you're going to want to stop waste all going 45 kilometres to Telfar. So there's got to be something at Avron to cut out the waste. Makes sense. So the more they can find out, it would it would cut, stop me having to do calculations for transporting costs. <laughs> it would save a hassle. So instead of sending one truck with a hundred tons, we we or ten trucks of a hundred tons or whatever it is, we could send one truck with three three tons. Yeah, three tons of gold. Yeah. Three tons of gold. Yeah, no, just 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 gold, unrefined yeah. gold. That works. A bit for me. of copper. <laughs> Don't forget the coal, but we can stick that in. A, we can call them an Uber, and uh, we can throw that in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Bamps, thank you so much for joining us today. I really, really appreciate your time. And um, to everybody else that's been here this evening, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I hope you've learned as much as I have, because even though I went through it all last night and thought I'd covered most of it very clearly, very, very clearly, I wasn't even close to uh, scratching the surface. I love that phrase. I try and use it everywhere. Uh, so uh, without any further ado we'll speak to you next time uh, from Bamps from me thank you very much everybody and we'll speak to you very soon and uh, good evening to you all Brew with Bottle